This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Raj Sheth. He's the co-founder and CEO of RecruiterBox, a SaaS recruiting software with over 2,100 customers. He works with a team of over 35 people across two countries and has bootstrapped the company over the past six years. He's also the author of Prepare, a Hiring Guide for Founders and First-Time Managers. Raj, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, I am. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So you're based in San Francisco and you're bootstrapped. How do you resist the urge, the funding urge? So when we first started, uh, you know, my co-founders and I were asking um, how we would raise, raise funds, right? Because it just seems like to do anything, to hire people and to do paid marketing, of course, it's going to take money. And uh, we always believe that sequentially we need to spend money first before we can make any revenue and you know grow further, etc. Uh, but we could very early on, we started making a little bit of revenue. So we figured out the revenue first and we started learning from that revenue. And then we were asking ourselves, well, you know, we should only raise money if money becomes a bottleneck to what we have clearly figured out. And every six months and every year, it felt like, well, we haven't really clearly figured out, um, you know, what, what we're trying to innovate here, et cetera. And we need to learn a little more. And before you know it, you know, we, we two, three years down the line, we hit that first million and then two million. And then pretty much we were like, you know, we we should only raise money and we continue saying that right now we're not like flag bearers for bootstrapping or anything we continue saying that we should only raise money if money becomes a bottleneck to what we truly need to do and right now it seems like we are fine and it's just taught us to be more efficient and you mentioned you kind of blew past a million and two million in ARR what are you at today what are you past uh we are in the mid we are in the mid midpoint on the journey towards ten, so we're in mid mid single digit millions. Yeah. That's got. So can we can we put a range and say between four and six? Is that fair? Sure. Okay. Yes. Good. And and give me more of the history here. Put some timestamps on this stuff. So when was year one? Year one was two thousand twelve. Uh, so two thousand eleven is when we put this out, uh, and we had probably twenty customers in two thousand eleven. And right? how much revenue in year one? You remember? Yeah, 2011 was just 30,000 total. And <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere, right? And how many of you guys were you supporting on 30 grand? How many founders? We we are three. We were three. And, and we were only three. We didn't have any other employees. And it worked out well because one of my co-founders is a back-end engineer. The other one is a front-end engineer and designer. And then I was doing all the marketing, sales, and support. So... We kind of just carried it on our back, you know, three of us. That's great. And what year did you pass the million uh, in ARR rate? 2014. 2014. Okay, so from, from nothing to a million in ARR in, you know, about two and a half, three years, it's pretty healthy, right? Yeah, well, well, 
hopefully we would do it faster if we had to do it again. <laughs> yeah, of, of course. And can, we, can you give us a sense of current growth? So we just mentioned you're now between four and six, but where were you a year ago? So a year ago, we were roughly at about um, 2.7, 2.8. So healthy growth. I mean, you're all, well, you're, I mean, you're almost doubling or maybe are doubling year over year. Yeah. And of course, of a higher base, it gets a little difficult. And like once you get into the specifics of it, uh, we had a lot of these little customers paying, you know, little, I mean, in ticket size, paying us, uh, you know, a monthly subscription. How much? Like what's a little? uh 80 to 100 bucks a month okay is that so, still so no so that so this is this is the most interesting art that we've been on over the last one year see what we realized is i used to always identify ourselves with that hey we are kind of like a constant contact or an intuit in the sense that we get hundred thousand of these guys to pay us a hundred dollars right and to be honest, what I realized is it's it's not just about revenue or or getting to that number. In itself, that's not the goal. But let's assume that all of us are doing this because, you know, we we are trying to solve a problem uniquely that, uh, you know, nobody, at least we have a unique vantage point and hopefully it's helping a bunch of people. And the thing is that we realize that an applicant tracking software is not like an accounting or payroll software. See, every five-person company, even if, like, let's say you have four or five or ten people working with you, you definitely need a payroll software. You definitely need an accounting software. But for the next six months, if you're not hiring a single person, do you really need an applicant tracking software? So what we started realizing is that all the, our customers that were doubling down and growing with us and where 90% of the product feedback was coming they were not these small companies. They were like mid-sized companies, like 30 to 500 plus employees. And all of them had a budget to do this well, you know, 5,000 a year, 10,000 a year. So long story short, what we realized is it's not just about charging more money or moving up market, but what we realized is, is who is our customer? Who, are we re- who do we really exist for? And who are we solving the problem for? And those guys are people, if, if we keep charging them $100 a month, we will go out of business. And there aren't 100,000 of those guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Raj, what are you, kind of close this story out so we can get as much in as possible. So what are the folks currently paying on average per month, would you say? Per month, they're currently paying about 250 That's where it's moved up to. And it's all annual plans, mostly. Got it. So 250 annual plans. So they're paying, you know, on average, or is that three grand a year? Uh, three, yeah. yeah. Three to five grand years where all, most of the payments will be. That makes a lot of sense. And uh, again, totally bootstrapped currently. What You mentioned that you wouldn't raise unless there was like a clear thing you've already figured out and you know where you would spend it. Are you doing any paid marketing right now? What, and if so, kind of what is your fully weighted CAC? Yeah, uh, we spend about 50% of this 3000 a year on, on our CAC. That's our customer acquisition cost. It's $1,500. Per customer, okay, uh, and and again, most of these guys are paying us three thousand upfront. They're not paying us month on month. So you have an instant payback and, period. Yeah, we do, and and uh, and the, our sales cycles are also quite short. They are between three and six weeks is the range, right? So you can say that on the, it's about like a month the sales cycle. Mm-hmm. And to answer your question, we're spending about thirty thousand a month on paid marketing. Got it. And where are you spending that? It's split pretty evenly between Google AdWords and Captera. Interesting. Captera is the listing that comes up. 
uh, number one on the on any kind of search for tools. Um, yeah, Captain. Is now have you gone into like G two Crowd and some of these other kind of Captera competitors or no? So Captera. Captera, GetApp, and Software Advice all merged with each other. They are all owned by Gartner. So we are obviously on those three properties. Uh, we are dabbling with the other ones, but uh, they are, we don't find them to be as high volume for our purposes as Captera and AdWords. Interesting. So let me ask you another question. Because your current your CAC is currently $1,500 or about 50% of your first year ACV, and all of your plans are annual, so you get the cash up front. You're getting paid back instantly, plus fifteen hundred bucks on average on profit per account. Why not? Um, like, why not? I mean, I'm not saying you should. By the way, I just want to understand your reasoning. Why not be more aggressive on where you spend money? We are. We are. You're with. You're with me. We are going up as we go. So here's here's. So I'll break it down. How how what happens? First, we op- so just think of it as a production line, right? First, we optimize the funnel, like the ads and the landing pages. Why aren't we getting more than so many people requesting the demo? Then the second point, our SDRs are just doing, trying to do a better job of qualifying the demos and getting more people to demos. So we fix that part of the funnel. Now we are fixing the conversion part of the funnel. So our math is that worst case, we should be doing a 20% conversion. Actually, our target is 25% conversion, meaning when our account executive, our salesperson is on, on a demo, one in four of them should go to one of these $3,000 plans, right? Uh, as soon as we have this working predictably, which pretty much we, we sort of do right now, we're doubling down. How, now, many, how many SDRs do you have and what's your total team size? Uh, we have two SDRs and two AEs. And uh, we want to feed uh, 40 demos per AE per month. And uh, all this spend right now is getting us about 80 demos, which... To be honest, which we don't like, I'm, I'm kind of sharing this on this podcast, but it's kind of an embarrassing number for me because when I talk to some other people, some people are getting double the demos of the same spend, but that's okay. It's not apples to apples and every product category is different. To answer your question quickly, we're going to double down on our budget. We're going to add two more A's, go from 80 to 160, do more ads. But here's the kicker though. It's not that if you start spending 60,000, you'll get twice as much demos. And this is where it gets interesting because the efficiency of ads tapers off over time and over, over dollar amounts. So it's not like 30 plus 30 is 60 and 60 plus 60 is 120. It doesn't add up that way. And that's what concerns us slightly. So what we are, what we're also making some pricing changes. We took a lot of that money. When you say profitable, not really. We have a moving break-even point because we're investing a lot in product and design and engineering. Uh, and, and there's so much to do on the product. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. 
so you said you're not happy with the current 80 demos. You're driving your two, I think you said you had two AEs and two SDRs. So, and you, you just told me you're going to double down on this. And the first thing you said, is we're, we're going to go hire two more AEs, but wouldn't you want to increase the demo demand first and then hire the yeah. AEs to service the demo demand? Why are you hiring first? No, no, no. So that would be the chronology. Maybe, okay. maybe I misspoke or the point got lost. Yeah. We would first go. In fact, the math is that only when we are consistently hitting 120, like uh, consistently hitting over 100 demos, we'll add that third AE. Yep. Consistently hitting over 140 demos, we'll add that fourth AE. So yep. we will let it uh, break at the seams a little bit. That's right. But it has to be that, And that, that 1500 you told me, that is a fully weighted CAC, right? That includes the salespeople and your paid spend. Exactly. Paid okay. ads, SDR, sales commission, everything. What does uh, what does churn look like right now? So on the annual plans, churn is less than one percent. So well, all your plans awesome. are annual, right? Well, but I'm ca- I'm still carrying more than fifteen hundred customers on the little monthly plans. So I track I track both the churns. Remember, like for the first four and a half five years, I had completely that self serve business. But now, just to be clear, you're only signing up three grand annual plans. Only, only. Okay. You see it on our pricing page as well. Yes. So, what is churn again? Less than one percent. Uh, and that's Just, logo or revenue? Uh, that's revenue. Revenue churn less than one percent, and that's monthly or annually? That's monthly cumulative. Monthly. And so, what is it annually? Uh, so yeah, we just did this math last quarter. Year over year, we got we had like ninety percent, eighty nine percent that we uh, you know retain eighty nine percent of the customers. So yeah, makes a but lot. Of- again, sorry, the eighty nine percent again is on a total level, uh, including the monthly guys. Yeah, why don't you why don't you churn all the monthly ones out? Like, why don't you put up a pricing page that says, "Hey, we're growing. We have to move to an annual plan. You're not the right fit for us. Go use these other three competitors who are great fits for you, so you can just stop worrying about those guys." I know, but we feel bad about it. <laughs> it's not it's not a great like business answer. The, some of these people have been with us for five years. Uh, it's a snow plowing service in upstate New York, a church in Texas. Uh, I don't want to do that to them. A lot of people have given me advice that, you know, you're stupid. You should you should just like you don't have any expansion revenue on them either. It's static. This is not how you do SaaS. I know. I just we kind of made them a promise six years ago. Now I don't want to go back on it. Well, just to help them get what you delivered six years ago doesn't mean throwing them out in the wind. Helping them get on a competitor that is meant for a self-serve model is a great option too. And when you force that decision, you might be surprised that some of them actually go up to your three grand plan. But you haven't you haven't really pushed that, huh? We 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 have pushed that at the seams. But uh, so here here's where uh, maybe some people get to hate me on this podcast. The competitors suck. I mean, on in the self serve category, I think we are the best product. In in my current category, I'll be open enough to say that there are some great products, yeah. and we are actually facing stiff competition. The, it, when when you're in the valley, we are competing with things like Lever. Okay, uh, when when you are outside in the world, when you, where if we see more European customers, we're competing with Workable sometimes. Uh, there are a couple new people on the block. Um, I, I forget the names, one of it. But again, uh, these there are options. That's what I'm trying to say. Like in the mid-market, there are a lot of options. In the lower end of the market, there aren't uh, easy options. 
there, there are incomplete options. Mm-hmm. That makes good sense. And what are you at today now in terms of total customers on the platform? Is it, you say about 2,200? 2,100 plus. 2,100. Great. And how many of those are on your like segment you want to be on? About 500. 500. Okay, great. Good stuff, man. Let's wrap up here uh, with the... Oh, wait. All right. Sorry. Did you say what's your team size today and where are you guys all based? We are 35. Uh, the product engineering team is in India, uh, you know, along with my two co-founders. And we have about uh, f- uh, all the custom marketing, sales, customers, operations teams are here in the U.S., and was this spread across the U.S., East Coast, CST, and West Coast. All right. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. These are quick answers. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Ooh, uh, which one am I reading? Uh, uh, the Everything Store, which I read. Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying currently? Uh, Elon Musk. Number three, uh, what, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Uh, Gusto. My payroll software. That's a good one. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, married, no kids. No kids. And how old are you? 36. 36. All right, Raj, take us back 16 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, <laughs> I, I shouldn't have gone to undergrad school and I should have taken like either like uh, gone and built like hardware engineering or aeronautical engineering. I went to school for business or I should have gone to acting school. <laughs> there you guys have it from Raj. Skip the undergrad degree, do something else, uh, jump in faster. He launched his company in 2011. Uh, they're now past 2,100 paying customers, totally bootstrapped at about 30 grand in year one. That was 2011, grew to about a million in 2014, passed about 2.7 million December 2016, now in the kind of five-ish, six-ish, million in ARR range. Each customer paying about 250 bucks a month. Their churn or so their, their retention is about 89% year over year. Paying about 1500 bucks to acquire a $3,000 ACB customer. Payback is immediate with their team of 35 folks in India and remote across the United States. They are helping make recruiting not suck. Raj, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening.